it is not my responsibility to make you like me. To be honest, I actually don't give a fuck. That's really how I feel about it. I'm going to say that one more time, okay? It is not my responsibility to make you like me. I do not give a fuck. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care. Like, it is not my job to sit up here and try to make you like me or make you see me differently because what that's making me do is that's turning me into a perfectionist. It's turning me into a people pleaser. And on top of that, I do not have time to be a watered down ass version of who I am. You fear my light because you don't have one. You want me to water myself down because that's what you do. And what I'm not going to do is do that for you. And that's that's it. Period. Point blank. There ain't there ain't no there ain't no summing it up. There 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 ain't no expanding upon it. But the reality is is like it is not my responsibility to make you feel comfortable because you don't feel comfortable with yourself. Period. Hi guys, welcome back. My name is Chanel Roberts. I know we started off with that heat. If you have not been to the To All The People podcast, this is it. I'm so excited to have you guys on. I told you these episodes are going to be different, babe. Did I not say that? Let's get into this conversation because one thing that I've been really prioritizing in my life and one thing that I've honestly like just really acknowledge without even me even having to acknowledge it is that when it comes to Janelle being Janelle and when it comes to Janelle's dream and what she wants I cannot keep trying to make myself small because it doesn't work that way I'm not meant to be small I'm not meant to water myself down I'm not meant to not fulfill the dreams that I have and in the fulfillment of my dreams that means putting my fucking foot down and saying no in the fulfillment of my goals, that means me having to say no. <laughs> like literally, and it's so sad that we have to do that because the reality is, is like some people actually won't, they won't respect your boundaries. They don't care to. They don't care. They want you to be a doormat. They want you to. And I really hate to talk about people in this essence because I do love people. But like as I'm gradually growing, like just in my success and with myself, I'm realizing that you are not allowed to be black and elegant at the same time. There's no possible way. People will constantly ask you questions and it will come from both sides. It will come from all types of people. Literally, literally. Like it's, 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 I can't have an office without people thinking that like it wasn't my parents, which it wasn't at all. I can't have an office without people thinking it was Luke, which it wasn't at all. Like there is no space to be a woman in general, but when we dive deep into like being a woman of color, babes or a black woman, boy, don't even get me started on this bullshit. I think I started realizing why I cannot water myself down as I get older is because Ugh, y'all, I have been literally, ugh, this is like, okay, I started realizing this because I have been writing these personal essays about like my life story and they're funny, like it's hilarious. I do hope to release the book soon. I've been working on it. It's like on my vision board to try to publish it this year. I've been working on it for some time now, but as I've been writing like these collection of essays and stories, I'm sitting here over here thinking to myself, God damn, like my, the bane of my existence has always been about how people see me and how people perceive me. My problem is, is growing up I always thought to myself if I'm nice enough if I'm kind enough if I'm friendly enough maybe just maybe they'll like me and the reality is they don't they don't like you it doesn't matter how nice you are it doesn't matter how kind you are they don't like you they will never like you 
And that's the truth. I know it sucks to hear it, but that's the truth. You can be the kindest, nicest person in the room. You can bring all the gifts. You can do all the extra errands. You can you can watch the you can do every fucking thing you can possibly think of. And the reality is and the truth is is that they don't like you. And it's not you that they don't like. It's that when you go around them and even when you are making yourself small, you pull out this insecurity in them that they have. And that insecurity has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. Your light makes people feel insecure. Your light makes people uncomfortable. That 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 is the truth. And it's and it's and it's hard because I feel like sometimes we oftentimes feel like maybe it's me. Maybe I'm being too much. Maybe I'm you know, maybe maybe I I I am this way. I spent most of my adolescence being gaslit into believing I was a bad person simply for setting boundaries. And the boundaries could be as simple as, well, I just want to play by myself. The boundaries could be as simple as, well, I'm a little tired. I'm a little exhausted. The boundaries would be that small, that small, that small. The boundaries could be me will only have $20 left. And I really need the $20 to eat lunch today. And even when I said no, I was gaslit into being called selfish. I was gaslit into being all of these things that I knew I wasn't. So I spent most of my years thinking that I actually was a bad person when I in fact was not. I'm not a bad person and you're not a bad person. And I think the the problem is, is we have so many people that are popular by default when they shouldn't even be popular. And we have so many people that aren't because the people that aren't oftentimes are not spending their time and their years withering away. They are spending their time and their years withering away. My apologies, my correction, because their existence has been based on trying to make themselves small as an environment because deep down they feel like they're not a likable person and you're just around the wrong people because the right people will let you be you and step into yourself. I think this year, I, I honestly think when I started my business, I thought to, I like kept feeling in my spirit. I was like, okay, I cannot, I cannot be like the way that people would come at me for one, like it was a constant thing. Like people will come at me sideways and because I'm just, I'm, I'm honestly a nice person. Like I'm not going to hold you to, I'm very friendly. I'm very kind, but the way that people would come at me sideways, it would be so perplexing. Like I would just have to be like, huh? for a second like I'd be like huh are you really asking me this oh you want me to give you a discount but you charge me full price that was when when I started realizing that I was just like damn Janelle we need to have a conversation with ourselves because in this next chapter of your life the way that you've been operating it can't work it can't and I think I started feeling a lot of pressure and I would find myself crying and crying and crying. And the reality is, it's like I was shedding an older version of myself, like the, the, the self, the, the survivor, the one that was always in survival mode, the one that was always working hard, the one that was doing all of these different things. I, I had tunnel vision. I kept my head down and I worked my ass off to get to where I wanted to get to. And one day you're going to look around and be like, I already have everything that I have. I have everything that I need. And for me at least, and I've had conversations with friends about this, um, like one of my friends, she called me recently and I'm, I'm gonna make sure she's okay with me posting this, but I'm sure she is. I won't say her name, but she, um, has a huge job in New York. She lives in her dream city. She went to Georgetown law. She's a, she's got her dream law job. 
in the process of doing this, she has gone through so much, like literally, like she, she grew up with a single parent, like I did, you know, they didn't have a lot of money, but she's gotten scholarships at everything that she, every school, anything, literally. And it wasn't because of like, she was like the diversity hire. It's the fact that she's fucking smart. She's brilliant. She has a special light about herself. And I think sometimes when we infiltrate and we try to make ourselves small in the essence of like, oh, we're just the diversity hire. Or, oh, like, you know, like I, I, I actually don't belong here. Like they just, they just had room for me. And, and we need to replace that with like, okay, I belong here because this, this role was just for me. This space was just for me. She called me on the phone and she was in her dream apartment in New York that she has been manifesting and talking about since I've known her, which has been like eight or nine years now. And she goes, Janelle, I'm really struggling right now. And I was like, why? Before she could finish, I instantly knew. And I was like, what's wrong? And she goes, I just feel so overwhelmed. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I was like, why do you feel overwhelmed? And she goes, I just feel like, you know, and I said to her, I said, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. I think you're struggling right now. And I've been here too, is because when you spend most of your life trying to survive your circumstances by trying to be better, people don't even understand the pool that you feel when you grew up in poverty, how you're split between two different worlds, how you have to keep your head down in order to be successful. You, you basically have to dim your light a little bit to fit in these spaces, but also to fit in these spaces and excel without being seen. Have you ever heard of anyone excelling without being seen? It's a real thing. So many people of color experience it, black people. To excel without being seen is like my middle name. So when she called me, I said to her, I was like, okay, I'm going to be real with you. I think what's happening here is like everything that you've ever wanted, you are finally having. I visited you in New York when you had your internship. And you looked at me and you said, Janelle, this is my city. I belong here. I've never seen you smile so bright in my entire life. You were so happy. I was so happy, like literally just seeing you happy, like you, you, you were literally glowing. You were glowing in that room. When we went and sat out that bar, you were glowing. You were telling me all about, I had never seen you in this light before. So I knew that that was, that was your space. So when she called me, I said to her, I was like, I think you have been surviving and I think you have been working your fucking ass off. And I think it's hard because everything that you have been working towards, it is happening. And you don't know how to handle it because the version of you that had to keep her head down and excel while being invisible cannot ex exist in this newer version of you. You have to say goodbye to her. You have to let her go. Let her rest. Because right now, what she wants to do is rest. And if you are at a tug of war, because we don't talk about it enough, how we can literally talk ourselves out of the dreams that we have been working so hard to get to. We don't talk about it enough. We don't talk. <laughs> we don't. We don't. You know how many times I've gotten everything I've ever worked my ass off to get to? 
And it's hard because when people ask me what I do for a living, I find myself not wanting to answer and I find myself getting annoyed because it is not an easy breeze for me to just do the things that I want to do. For me to get to the point of fulfilling my dreams and my destiny, there was a lot of things I had to give up. I had to lose my voice. I had to put my face down. I had to be quiet. I couldn't raise my hand. I had to conform. We don't realize that in that process of conforming for a better life, especially as a black person, is that we lose layers of who we are. We almost are underdeveloped in a way because we are, we literally have to become something else. And then when we go back home and we visit our friends, we visit our family, some of us are able to go right back into that, into those spaces where we feel free. And some of us some of us have been playing the the game so long that we don't even know how to be around our people from the past or our people that are family and stuff. It's confusing because they don't understand what we're experiencing in these work environments. They don't understand what we're experiencing at home. You, I I wish someone would have told me but I don't even think if someone would have told me, like, you don't have to dim your light. I don't even think I would have really fully understood that. I think that's a path that you have to go on on your own. But I always say if I ever have a daughter, I want to raise her from when she's a baby all the way up to just be herself. To just be herself. To just be her fucking self. To be radiant. To be loud. To be obnoxious. To be her fucking self. My son, too. You got to get to a point of not giving a fuck what people think or what they got to say. You have to. I literally think about like growing up, like I had a family member and she would always make comments to me and she would just be like, I don't know if you guys know this, but most of my family members is like pretty dark complected. So like I do have, um, my mom is like super light. My sisters are light. Um, so Colorism is a real and active thing. Like skin privilege is a real thing. I want to acknowledge that before I get into this conversation. But I remember I had a family member and she would make comments and she would be like, you think you're better than you're like so whitewashed. Like you think you're better than you think you're better than telling me this at like nine, 10 years old. So she was already constantly, consistently telling me this, that I think I'm better than and yada, yada, this. And I'm stuck up and I'm snobby at like nine and 10 years old because I what I like to read Twilight in Harry Potter and I like to read books. Stop trying to put black people in these fucking boxes. We are layered. We are layered like fucking onions. There are so many different ways to be black. And if you are putting us in this box, then you are telling us that we are not, (laughs) like you're playing the game of like the oppressor and it it almost hurts worse. Like I've had so many women come on the podcast and say that the worst hate that they've ever heard or experienced oftentimes come from people that look like them. I can take it from white folks. I can't take it from the people that look like me. It, it, It hurts. It stings. And I think that, I think that's across the board for all types of people of color, all types of people of color. And I just remember her telling me that. And I remember growing up, I was like, okay, if I go around her, she was significantly older th- older than me. Not significantly, a few years older. I remember going around her and I'd be like, okay, if I do everything that she says, if I just smile, if I just, you know, try to listen to the type of music that she listens to, if I don't bring my books, maybe she'll like me. Maybe she'll like me. Maybe she'll like me. And that was my way. That was, that was, the, that was the first introduction 
in my life of like, I should try to do everything I possibly can and get people to like me. And then I remember going to, I remember when I was in like fifth or sixth grade, I was friends with this one girl and she was awful. Like, I'm not going to, she was awful. And I just remember being like, okay, well, maybe if I hang out with her, maybe if I'm friendly, maybe if we talk, like maybe, maybe she won't bully me like she does the other kid, kids. But it was honestly worse being her friend. I would rather have gotten bullied and not been around the bitch. Like, honestly, like she was horrible. Like she would like ha- have people at our school hate me. Like she would spread rumor. It was a whole thing, y'all, like a whole thing. Like I remember like, uh, cr- like crushes. Like I remember like even if I had a crush on a boy in school, I would be like, she'd be like, well, I like him after after he told me he liked me or something. And she's like, you don't like him, do you? Because if you like him, that's messed up because I liked him first. And I'm like, no, like, I don't like him. Like, you, you can date him or whatever. Literally, it was like that, bro. It was like that. It was literally like that. I know that's so petty and dumb, but that was like high, that was like elementary, middle school stuff. And it became to be a, it became to be a theme in my life. It became to be a theme in my life. It really did, where I was doing everything in my power to make myself small, to be quiet, to 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 just you know just try not to say too much be soft you know don't be loud don't be any of that but the most the 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 reality is like you were born to be bold and foreboding and unexpected you are not meant to be small you aren't you aren't and I think it's important to disturb the peace when it comes to you. I think it's important to create chaos when it comes to you. I think it's important to say no. I think it's important. Because you don't want to get to everything you've been working hard in your entire life and be like, oh my God, it's too much. I'm overwhelmed. I don't belong here. You fucking belong here. Because you've been planting them damn seeds and you've been keeping your head down and you've been conforming and you've been doing everything you need to do to try to get to where you need to get to and we're done with that shit. We're done. We're done. Because when it comes to me, oh, I'm uproaring. When it comes to me, I'm rising. When it comes to my wants, my desires, how I feel, it's about me. This is my life. God put me on this earth. I came in this earth by myself on my own. I will not let any man or woman or any person get in the way of me and how I feel. And that's how it has to be. And you can do it in a way where you're not hurting anyone like that doesn't make you a bad person because you are setting boundaries and that doesn't make you a bad person because you are morbidly obsessed with yourself just don't make sure just make sure that the obsession isn't to the point where you're mistreating people which I don't ever think it would ever get to that point but be about you about the way they try to get over on you because the way that they try to get over on you babes come on listen (laughs) listen 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 I'm telling you it is time to uproar it's time to rise like fuck that honestly look back to your childhood and be like dang when did I start to make myself feel small like when did these situations grab a pen and paper and write about a time where you like it's there it's in you you know where it started if you just sat there and thought about it you know where it started I know where it started I know where it started literally it was it was my grandma perming my hair where it started for me because natural hair wasn't good enough. It was it was wearing extensions at a young age to fit in with the white kids at school. 
and straightening and burning my hair. It was it was the black boys at school saying the boys in general at school saying they didn't like black girls. It was it was it was my fam family members telling me that I'm whitewashed. It was being the only black person in my classroom. <laughs> It's still being the only black person in most rooms that I go into or the, or the only person of color. It has stemmed from the radical and unfortunate experiences of my life as a woman on this earth in this country who lives in America. I did not choose to wake up one day and say I want to make myself small. I was born into a society and a system that decided that I should be small. And the best thing you can do is uproar. I talk about this on my TikTok. Do you know how many older women comment and they're like, I'm 50. I, I'm so happy you're talking about this because I wish someone would have said this to me. I wish someone would have said, girl, you don't got to do this. Girls, show up, show out. Wear them funky hair colors, wear the nails, do whatever it is that you want to do. Travel the world, move to that different place. Why? Why not? No one is going to put you in jail. No one is going to harm you. You're safe. That's one thing I started telling myself. I started having to say to myself, Janelle, you're safe. You're safe. You're safe to do all of those things that you've been worried about doing. You're okay, babes. Nothing is going to hurt you. You are safe. Everything is, is honestly so mental. There are circumstances and there are people around us that will keep us hindered. Like, you know, I know there are so many people that listen to this podcast because they still live with a narcissist at home. But if you're at the point in your life of getting out and leaving, why not? Why not? I, I oftentimes get so annoyed when... You know, people are of age and they sometimes people will write in like, oh, I'm 20 and I live at home with my abusive parent, but I can't get out because of this and finances. I'm like, damn, y'all. I remember when I was at home with mine, I was working three jobs to do what I need to do. I can't I, I can't I can't give you advice into I can't fill that void with my advice because you're going to do whatever you want to do. So. The reality is, is like you might not give a fuck about yourself as much as you think you do. And it's okay until it's not okay. Because being a supporting character in other people's life is so fucking boring. That's, that's, what, that's what you become when you make yourself small. You're no longer actively your own character. And then you grow up and you end up having resentment because you didn't do the shit that you wanted to do. And all the people that you were people-pleasing that allowed you to people-please them, they're going off and doing things with their life. Stealing your ideas. Stealing your life. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did not mean to come hard on this episode. Like, somebody had asked me, they was like, Janelle, do you write out? No, I don't. I just be on here talking. I talk from my heart. I talk from my spirit. I talk from where I'm at in life. And where I'm at in life right now is like, fuck the watering yourself down. We're not doing it. Literally. The, I don't ever want to look at my life and resent everything that I have. Because I never, I never want to look at my life and be like, you didn't follow that dream that you wanted. Because why would I not follow that dream that we wanted, that I wanted? Life goes by so fast. So fast when you're not doing what you want to do. 
The days feel long. They feel so long you're not doing what you want to do. So, so, so long. So, so, so long. But the years fly by. And I feel like you're, I don't even think time flies. I think your age flies. And a weird, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it's, I was talking to Luke and Luke was just like, I can't believe I'm about to be 30. And I was like, why is that like so hard? And he was like, because I just work all the time. I feel like I don't travel enough. I feel like I don't do all the things that I do. I was like, I feel like you probably feel your age because you haven't fulfilled the things that you want. Age should never be a defining thing. However, it is something we should pay attention to. If you are, if you feel the need to, to act, you need to act. And when I say act, act on your dreams, do something different. Literally, like, why would you want to, like, some people want to work in corporate and that's great and everything. Some people want, you know, different jobs. People want different things. But why, like, sometimes the logical answer isn't always the right answer. Like, it just isn't. I remember when I wanted to do creativity full time, I said to myself, I cannot take on any jobs or career that's going to take away from me. And when I realized there was no jobs and careers around me that could help me foster and fester my dreams, I was just like, you know what? I might just have to be broke a couple of days and just figure it out. You know, I might have to work that job, that little job that I don't care about. I have to be like a little server or something for a little bit to get to where I want to get to. But yes, that's that's just how it has to be sometimes. Don't do things that are going to keep you from where you want to be. <laughs> it's that simple. It's really that simple. I hate I hate to simplify it like that, but it really is like that. Like uproar, bitch. Rise, bitch, rise. Like come on. Like we got to shake some shit up. Like <laughs> Let's shake it up. Okay, let's shake it up. Let's stop. Let's stop playing about our dreams, our goals, ourselves. Stop watering yourself down. Stop it. I'm sorry, y'all. I did not. I was not trying to come on here and and go off like this. Like this was a lot, was it not? Like I am. I'm really on one right now. Like I need to maybe calm down a bit. You know, bring it, bring it back to zero a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> You guys, these episodes are all on TikTok, not on TikTok, gosh. Well, yeah, they'll be on TikTok, but they will, they're will they all on YouTube, so you can watch them all on YouTube for sure, for sure. Um, I love you guys so much. I really, 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 really do. I'm so excited to be in my space because I feel like I'm just able to like push out that content how I want to, so that's like really refreshing to know that everything is moving and operating as it should. Everything is happening in full circle and I'm very 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 blessed to have the opportunity to to come on here and speak and and do this but yeah you need to act a fool when it come to you babes like it's not your responsibility to sit up here and make these people like you why why that's so boring you need to be in like your Rihanna 2014 era not with the Chris Brown, but definitely the poured up and suck my cockiness and be my persuasion. You know, like we need to bring, we need to bring that energy back. Yeah. Like you need to put on your headphones and go dance in the mirror or something. Okay. But I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you in my next episode. Uh-huh. Bye, y'all. Peace out.